Torch Confessional, your weekly Debo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 78. Hey, let me start off here by just saying thank you. Uh, thank you to all of you who are listening and subscribing and sharing this podcast. Really, really appreciate your support. Uh, also appre- appreciate the support of those of you who have been giving to the Patreon page. Uh, it's P-A-T-E-R-O-N.com uh, forward slash front porch confessional. There you can make a little donation and uh, there's some extra goodies in there. And so thank you uh, for those of you who have done that. Really, really appreciate the support. As we continue to do this week in and week out, uh, one of the things as a result of that page that's helped me is to be able to write a weekly blog that kind of summarizes the passages that we've been going through. And those just have some extra things in there that I've been working through and thinking through. Um, And then the other thing that's really cool is that uh, I've also uh, written a devotional. So I'm in the process right now of compiling a a devotional, which is basically episodes right now, episodes one through 30. And the hope is uh, right now, if you become a Patreon uh, Patreon uh, subscriber um, or a donator, I, I'll send you off some of those devotionals, uh, but I'm going to put that into book form. So that's the hope is to put that into book form in the next little bit here, and then I'll have those for sale. So that'll be an, another way that you can listen to the podcast, but then you also have a devotional that can go alongside of that. So really cool things coming. Thanks again for all your support. I really, really appreciate all of you who are listening and joining in as we grow and learn together. Uh, Maybe some of you have started picking up on a theme in the passages that we are going through. It's because uh, we are going through Psalms 84. So the last two, our last three podcasts, we've been going through Psalms, uh, Psalms 84, kind of breaking it down as David is moving us to the heart of God helping us understand who he is, who he are, who we are, and what it means to really depend upon him. So uh, we pick that up in uh, Psalms 84, 5 through 7 today, and it says this, Blessed are those whose strength is in you, and whose hearts are, are in whose heart are the highways to Zion. As they go through the valley of Baca, they make their make it a place of springs. The early rain also covers it with pools. They go from strength to strength. Each one appears before God in Zion. Um, have you ever watched like a marathon? Maybe some of you are marathon runners. Praise be to God for you people, because I have no concept of that. I have no concept of what it means to run a 26 point, I don't even know what it is, marathon, mile marathon. I, 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 I can't even run a mile. When I run a mile, I'm a hot mess. About for the first quarter mile, I'm like, I think I'm going to be okay. And then something kicks in where your lung says, I have no air in it. And your heart goes, dude, you are extremely out of shape and your heart starts pumping and your lungs are like, I have no breath. And I'm like, why do people do this? This is so hard. It is so difficult. I know it takes time. I know you've got, but I just, to get to that point, I'm like, I don't even want to. Uh, But the reality is if you've ever watched a marathon or for those of you who've been through a marathon, 
it kind of works that same way for those of you who run marathons or if, we, if you watch a marathon. They seem to be pretty strong most of the way through. And then that last little quarter bit of the marathon, you start seeing people completely fall apart. You watch people's bodies deteriorate. I mean, literally just deteriorate right in front of your eyes. It seems like their muscles just fall apart. So you have people limping, right? It's unbelievable. And so people are running these marathons, their bodies start breaking down, right? Because they're expelling so much energy, to accomplish and get past that finish line. They're running through that. And if you've ever watched what happens after many times after they run through that finish line, they fall on the ground or there's somebody there to grab them and their whole body just gives out. It's like they can finally be okay. Like, it's okay. I made it. I accomplished it. Everyone's cheering for them. You did it. Way to go. And then they fall apart. And from what I can understand or what I've heard about these guys and gals is that it takes a while for their body to get back to normal because they've expelled so much energy to, to, to actually get past the finish line. You see, this passage that David is talking to, it's about a journey. He's talking about this journey that we're all on. But I think for many of us, as we think about the journey of life, we feel a lot like those marathon racers. Um, my, I'm curious, like, how many, for, how many of you have felt like, Life has just felt like a marathon racer. It's just like, I got to get across the finish line. But it's like exhausted. You're torn up. You're tired. You're overwhelmed. It's like way too much. You know, and many of us are like hoping to just barely make it past the finish line. As long as I make it past the finish line, then I'll be okay. And then I can fall apart into the hands of God. He'll usher me into heaven and I've done it. I've arrived, but I barely arrived. Is this really what God is asking for us here on earth? Is this what Paul is talking about when he's talking about running a race? Is he talking about this life where we just, where our body and our minds and our souls just get sucked out of us? And we just barely make it through life. And the goal is eternity. So we just, I got to make it to my deathbed really good. And then I'll die and I'll go be with the Lord. And, and that's what it's all about. That this is the journey which so many of us see life to be. And the question is, is that really, is that really what he has for us? Is that really what a loving father is desiring for us? David is helping us kind of unpack this journey that we are on. And he, I believe, is saying to us, that's not what his hearts and desires, his heart and desire for us, his prized creation. I mean, think about it. If you're a parent, those of you listening, if you're a parent, is that what you want for your kids? You want your kids to just be blown out and tired and exhausted and kind of peaceless, joyless. But as long as you finish, uh, finish the race, then then you've done it. You've accomplished what you need to. Is that what we're hoping for our children? No, I think many of us will be like, dude, you need to take a break. You need a vacation, right? You're, you're a hot mess. Some of us are like, you need to go see somebody. 
You know, need to go to a counselor. You need to go meet with somebody because this isn't good for us. It isn't good for you. And, and here's the thing. For so many of you listening, this is the way you're living life. And, and it's exhausting you. It's wearing you out. David's going, you don't have to do that. You don't have to live that way. You remember in uh, episode 77, he's going, um, in episode 77, he's going like this. Look at the birds. God, God's providing a, a place for them. Look at creation. Like, he cares for you. He loves you. You don't have to live that way. BC, uh, a life centered and dependent on the Father is one of strength. In fact, the way David says it in this, anytime there's repetition in scripture, he's trying to point out something. He says, it's strength. And in fact, it's strength to strength, right? That it's strength to strength. It's double strength because that's what a life focused in on the father, a journey focused in on the father and hit and depending on him and trusting in him. It's strength upon strength. That is what he's giving us as we move along in this life. So the, the question that naturally kind of bubbles up from that is what's the problem then? If that's the reality of what God's giving to us, if that's what David is telling us about this movement towards the father to where he has us, what's the problem? The problem that I've discerned in my own life and, and, you know, as I learn and grow and try to figure out things and not that I have it figured out, I just bring here things that I'm wrestling through in my own life is that so often in my life, as I reflect on my life, which is a terrifying thing sometimes is I realize I've done, I've done most things on my own strength. I mean, here's a scary thought for me. As I reflect back on my life, I realize how much I did without God. Now I've always loved God. I've always done my best. I believe to try to follow God. But as I, as I think back, I'm like, I didn't pray about that. I didn't ask for help for that. I just did it. And so I did it on my own strength, my own ability, my own wisdom, which is a terrifying thing. And, and, and it's a reason why at 42, I'm wiped out. It's why I'm, I'm going to counseling and getting some help because I'm, I'm wiped out. So let me lay this out for you. Just plain and simple. You are not strong enough. And if you think you are, you're moving away from the realities of heaven. You're not even near to it. And that's why you're so exhausted. You've moved away from the heart of God. You've moved away of wow, what it means to live in the thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as in heaven because it's your will and your desire. And that's what so many people are living in. And they're asking the question, God, where are you? And he's like, I'm right here. You just keep running away from me. The other thing is this, and this is one I've, I've identified recently. And one of the things I keep bringing out in some of these learnings is that we try uh, to get other strength for us. We try to depend upon too many other people. Right. And, and community is important and depending on other people is important. But so often we do that. 
and depend on them and not depend on God. And so we're just like, I can't believe they left me. I can't believe they abandoned me. A lot of your friends or mentors are like, you want too much from me. I can't, I'm not God. I can't give all that to you. But so often people are trying to just get somebody to cling to, to hold on to, to support them up. And it's just like too much. So if we don't feel strong enough, so a lot of us will just go, I need somebody to be that for me. And what we've learned and maybe what you've learned, like what I've learned, humans let us down and they let us down because they're not God. They're there to support us, there to care for us, but they can't be God to us. And I think so many of us are trying to make our spouses God, lower G God. They're trying to make the person you're dating God in your life, trying to make your bosses gods in your life. And they just continue to fail because it's not the one and true God that is guiding and leading us. And this is what David is trying to talk about as he's expressing this journey to Zion. You see, David is expressing that there is a journey that that we are all on. And there is a way to do that journey that allows for us to experience the realities of heaven here on earth. This idea of strength to strength, the same thing that allowed Jesus to not just die, but resurrect and commission the disciples to go in his spirit, the power of his spirit, to go share this good news to the world is there for you and I to experience today. Now, there will still be pain. There will still be hurt here on earth. But when we lean into God the Father for our strength, here's the thing that I have found in the most difficult times of my life, which is where so often, unfortunately, there is abandonment. I mean, it's beautiful that it's there, but it's available to me in the good times as well. And I watched him multiply it. That abandonment, that laying it down, I watched him multiply and give strength during those periods of time. So a truth that I've been wrapping my heart around, and it doesn't work really well with uh, Americans, our Western thinkers, you know, so fueled by the, by the enlightenment <laughs> that tells us we can create our own utopias, is this. You can't do it. You cannot do it. And that movement of humility, when you let go, you will allow him to be your strength. If you read through the gospels, if you read through the whole Bible, what you find is when they give up, God begins and he does the work in you and he gives you the strength. So when you become, finally become weak, when we finally become weak and vulnerable, is when you will finally find strength in this life and into eternity. It's this a beautiful abandonment where he gives us strength in strength. So how has being humanly strong emasculated your worship and your life? How has being humanly strong emasculated your worship and the way in which you view your life and live your life. Father God, you are our strength. 
and we can't do this life without you. Be near to us as we lean in and we learn to trust in your strength and in your direction. So take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is near to you in your own heart. Until next time, cheers. Cheers.